We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Oh, mama! What a play! Now from Sooner Sports TV, here's Jessica Cootie and Meg McDonald. Welcome back, everybody, into another edition of the Sooner Sports Podcast with Jess and Meg. I'm Jessica Cootie. She's Meg McDonald. And, man, uh, people are going to go crazy for this one today, Meg. We were just talking about this driving back from taping this podcast, how these two players are practically famous. Like, not just in Norman, not just for Oklahoma fans, but in the nation. Yeah, we're talking, of course, if you haven't guessed by now, Oklahoma softball. This team, they Celebs. go they go to to a road trips or here. They're like rock stars. I mean, anywhere they go, they've got people waiting in in bunches to get their autographs, to take selfies with them. It's crazy. I just I traveled with them down to Waco and they would on Friday night after they had won in Waco against Baylor, you walk out of the gate and there is just droves of people like a crowd of people waiting and coach I walked right behind coach Gasso and like you want to talk about the rock star of all rock stars is coach Gasso it's crazy and they I was asking some of them about it like what you know is is this kind of what you guys see is that crazy and they're like uh no that's kind of what they kind of see uh in a lot of places that they go these days is a lot of people look up to them a lot of little girls that are playing the sport um you know when you win national titles and then you know, and I think you're going to hear a little bit about this when we get into it with um, our guests today, but they look like they're having fun, you know, and they really are having fun. But I think that's probably why so many people maybe relate to them, maybe um, enjoy them, maybe become fans of them so much, because it really does look like they're enjoying themselves out there on the field. Well, and you have been able to travel with this team a couple times in the past couple of years. What's it like being around them? How did they react to fan bases that 
are away for for them that still show up and have OU signs and you know certain players and they all want their autographs. What's that like? Well, I think for them, especially um, you know, uh, a lot of these girls, they remember that they were those you know kids a few years ago, and so I think they embrace it. They are great role models. Um, the way that they handle it is unbelievable. I can't say enough like about how. Um, great of people they are and and the way that they interact with people it's 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 really um such a cool thing to see and um I think again is another positive and, and another reason why you know this team is so popular because they are genuine about the things that they do and so they're genuine when you're watching them play and you're, they're genuine about the fun that they're having they're genuine about how much they love each other and like each other and then they're genuine to the people when they step off the field and I, I think that's you know the the most important thing that you can take away from getting to know this team is really how genuine they are in everything that they do and I, I just think it's contagious for people and people want to see that people want to see people having fun people want to see people liking their and supporting their teammates and that's what you get with this team and I think that's one of the reasons they've been so successful and they go into it a little bit as a pitching staff, they all root for each other, and they're all having fun. It just It's different than when you see teams that are a little uptight, and Paige Lowry even says, like, you start pressing, you know, when you're not having fun. And this Sooner team, they're cheering every single pitch, every single hit. Like, they all have their chants and their cheers. Yeah. Like, I love that just as much as watching the games. Yeah, so we've, we've teased you enough. Um, we've got... <laughs> Um, the best pitcher in college softball, Paige Parker, and the best closer in college softball, um, in Paige Lowry. Uh, they, we were so excited to be able to get both of them together because, yeah, you're talking about the national player of the week in Paige Parker, and she's leading the nation with a point a 0.3 ERA. 38 consecutive scoreless innings that she's gone. And then, you know, again, and you'll hear them talk about a lot of the reason why that they've been able to have so, so much success is, you know, the staff that they have around them. And, and Paige isn't carrying all of the load. I think this is the freshest that we've seen her. And I think, uh, you know, this is really as um, healthy as she's felt, you know, and, and um, as – confident as they've been because of there's so many people around them and she knows that it the load's not all on her you know if if she wants the ball in her hand let me tell you I said this on spotlight um because she was my queen and my court jester if you <laughs> want to know what the graphic. heck I'm talking about watch spotlight but you know she's that rare combination of the ultimate competitor and then the nicest person on the planet. You know, like, you just don't get that a lot out of people. I mean, she really is a sweetheart, like, such a nice person. And so I think, you know, again, having those people around her um, has helped her, you know, again, be healthy but also confident and, you know, sh the support that she gets and knowing that she doesn't have the load on her shoulders. So, um, you know, she she wants to win. She wants the ball in her hands. and But she's also very glad and happy for the teammates around her and understands that that also plays into her success. And Jess, you covered this team way more than I do, obviously, but you had mentioned before we taped the podcast off air that this pitching staff, I believe, was one, two, and three in the Big 12. Like, how crucial is it to have those parts? Yeah, uh, one, two, and three in ERA in, in the Big 12 and in, with Paige Parker, Paige Lowry, and Mariah Lopez. Paige Parker, Paige Lowry, both under uh, one 
ERA, uh, both less than one ERA. And then uh, Paige, or Mariah's just right over it. And um, I think Paige Lowry is number 12 in the nation. Uh, talked about Paige Parker being number one in the nation in ERA. It's just, they are so, and, and I think they say it better than, than I ever could, but just the differences in them and how that plays into the success and, and really genuinely again going back to the word genuine supportive they are of each other like they are so happy for each other to go out there and and to see what they do and I think Paige Lowry hit it on the head when she said teams can't prepare to face all of us and they don't and the thing is they don't know which combination they're going to see they might see like on on Thursday night against Baylor shutout when it was Paige Parker Parker Conrad on Saturday it was Mariah Lopez uh, and then Paige Lowry, and then on Sunday it was, or the Saturday, the game three, it was Paige Parker and Paige Lowry. So you just there's so many different combinations you can throw at people, and so many different looks. It's and and they realize that that is only going to help them when they go out in the circle. And I won't get too deep in, in into it because they they touch on it, but we kind of asked him how are they different, what works for them, if there are any similarities within the entire pitching staff, and they said no, not one pitcher is even close to a different one. Like, that's – I think that, to me, is awesome. Like, Patty Gasso came in, recruited different pitching. It's just – it's so unique. It's so different, and it clearly has worked. And one of the things that plays into that is having one of the best – well, I mean, obviously we can be biased around here, but the best pitching coach. But I think a lot of people – you pull a lot of people in this country, and there will be a lot of people saying that Melissa Lombardi is the best pitching coach in the nation and a genius yeah (laughs) and and that plays into it as well and so we've we've teased you long enough (laughs) if you haven't fast forwarded through us already (laughs) already then we'll go ahead we'll get you right now to Paige Parker and Paige Lowry the one-two senior punch lefty uh part of the Oklahoma pitching staff right now here on the podcast so I was uh, trying to think of something creative of uh, what we could name this podcast with the pages, but I never came up with anything. I'm sure you guys get that all the time, but very excited to have Paige Lowry and Paige Parker on the podcast this week. I know uh, uh, your fans are going to be really excited to hear from you guys, but we just thought it'd be fun to kind of talk to you guys as a whole because of what the pitching staff has done this year and um, Paige from where you started when it was, you know, a lot of it carrying the load yourself to what it is right now. So um, I just kind of wanted to start though with Paige Lowry's journey here coming in. You just watched Paige Parker do what she did in the national championship. And uh, what was kind of the role that when you watched her play, what kind of was intriguing about maybe being able to come along and pitch alongside her? That seems like it was so long ago, so it's kind (laughs) of crazy. But I remember watching the World Series, and I was just, like, dreaming, like, wow, I can't believe college softball can be like that. Like, it it just looks so fun. Like, I always felt like Oklahoma had so much fun playing, and I was just jealous, (laughs) honestly. (laughs) So when I decided to transfer, I was kind of nervous at first because I didn't know how it would be coming in with, like, I mean, since she was pitching almost every game, some pitchers are kind of like, this is my team. But um, after meeting Paige, I realized, like, how awesome she is, and she's just been very welcoming to all of us. Was it exciting knowing you would be in a different, maybe a different role than what you were used to? I didn't really know what role to expect when I got in, but um, I mean, I've definitely found a home in the closing role and I am <laughs> happy about it, but I was just looking to go somewhere where I just like loved life again. As a pitcher, how are you, how are your games different? Go ahead. Well, I, Paige and I are very different, even though we're both left-handed. That's um, the only similarity. Yeah, that's the only similarity we have. 
I throw, I'm more of a spin pitcher, so try to spin the ball. I'm not too worried about, like, blowing it past people. Um, I don't throw nearly as hard as Paige does, so our games, and I tend to, like, maybe work up in the zone a little bit more um, than Paige, so we're just we're very different yeah I would say Paige is more up and I'm more down we both work side to side Mm -hmm. though too and have she has more of a change up than I do but um I think that's why we work so well in a game together is because teams can't really prepare for both in one game so when um you Paige Lowry comes in (laughs) what was kind of your reaction knowing what you had just done I'm sure you were exhausted kind of uh, happy to have some help yes absolutely I I was really excited um you know Paige and Mariah and Mel and Nicole meant like a t- we had a ton of new faces in the on the pitching staff uh, last year, and it was very exciting to know that we would have a staff and I would have some help, um, <laughs> and didn't have to throw as much as I had. So, what was that moment like when you got when you, Paige Lowry, get to Oklahoma, and then you guys kind of feel each other out? Like, all right, I'm going to be a closer, and this is going to be really fun for you as well. I think that we didn't really um, enter our set roles until the end of the season last year. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, just coming in at the beginning, it was like we just had to figure out how each other worked. And um, I had to learn how to trust other people a little bit better. But after that, I just feel like it, it's all come easy and everything's just fallen into place. Yeah, it, it happened, I think, very naturally. Mm-hmm. Nothing was really ever forced or anything it it happened very naturally between like with the whole entire staff like how we all fell into place the way Mm -hmm. we did I think obviously you two get a lot of the credit and a lot of the um, attention when you're talking about the pitching staff on this team but that's one thing that's really different about this year is that you've got four really people five people that you can throw at Mm -hmm. people Um, what's kind of the dynamic like because I think when people if you get to see behind the scenes like I, I did this weekend with you guys down in Waco it's you guys have such unique personalities, but the way that you guys kind of all click, like how cool is that to, to be a part of a staff like that? It, it's very cool. I think all, all of us are so different mm-hmm. from one another, and I think that's what makes it work, though. In the circle and I yes, also. Yeah. absolutely. And I think that's what makes it work so well is that, um, you know, we all are so different, but we get along so great. And I think the, the key piece to all of it is Coach Lombardi, though, yeah. because she does such a fantastic job of – helping each one of us individually with what we personally need and not forcing anyone to try to be like the other. Was there – sorry. I just think that, like, another big piece is that we all genuinely want each other to do well. Mm -hmm. Which probably a lot of people don't think that's I feel like a lot of staffs really aren't like that. Like, I came from a school that was the opposite, and I've had bad experiences like that. So having a staff that, like, genuinely cares about each other and wants to do well is – it makes it so much easier to go out there and just do your job knowing that people have your back. It's got to help, too, like feeding off of one another, right? Like, mm-hmm, I mean, sure. like you guys have talked a lot about you like coming in for her because okay. it's completely different. So it sets you up to do better. And you got to like, you know, on Saturday when Mariah, who gives somebody a completely different right. look, like it just got to set you up for more success, mm-hmm. right? Definitely. That's how I feel. I feel like um, it's just like a confidence builder, too, because you just know that people can't prepare for all of us. So they have to pick and choose. And then once they're set on one person, another person comes in, and we just keep going where we left off. So it's just super cool that we are all so different and can all succeed. Is there ever a different adjustment that you have to make coming in after someone else that, like, maybe not Paige Parker, but Mariah? 
Um, I don't think that I prepare different if I come in for a different pitcher. It's more like my game plan, and I just know that I throw hard, so that's my strength. So I just more focus on like what I'm doing instead of who I'm coming in for necessarily. One thing last year when I did the feature on Coach Lombardi and kind of her journey throughout here, and she talked a lot about, and why I didn't get to hit on it much in the in the piece, but that as a staff, you guys are kind of like a team within a team, and then you guys do crazy amounts of preparation leading up to it, so that when you step on the field. It's like you all kind of are so confident in the game plan. And it's – so I guess kind of walk us through that process of what it's like leading up to a series when you have so many people that could be thrown into the mix. Yeah, so a big part of it is film. We watch a ton of film. And um, in our film sessions, you know, all of us talk, to, talk amongst each other. But Coach Lombardi also talks to, like, kind of each person, like, oh, for, for this hitter, Paige, you can throw this. Mariah you can do this like or Parker you can do this like so she does a really good job of like individually letting us know like what works well and then sometimes at practice our hitters will help us out too and try to look like the hitters of the other teams and so um, our preparation is unreal like out of this world she coach Lombardi does such a fantastic job getting us prepared to where as soon as we step on the field we already know like feel like we know each hitter and what exactly we need to do with them yeah. I would say that we have a general game plan, but then we also have like a tweaked individual plan as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's super cool. And it's just like easy to go out there when you have such a, an advanced, like precise plan. This question's for both of you. Were you guys surprised when you got to Oklahoma and learned about all the prep that goes into every single game? Yeah, especially as a transfer, um, I've seen how different it is. And I feel so much more prepared and free knowing that I have all this information in the back of my head. Yeah, for me, it wasn't quite because I started off here. And so, like, I knew going to college that you do this kind of thing. So this has kind of been the norm for me for the past four years. So for me, it wasn't quite, like, as big of a shock maybe as it was for Paige. Mm -hmm. um, but, I mean, the amount that goes into every weekend is, is really – awesome for us because we're so much more confident in ourselves because we're so prepared in game what's kind of the relationship like between you guys is it where you know you come out mariah comes in vice versa it's like you're, you're giving her some tips some pointers what's it kind of like in game honestly we really don't talk about <laughs> game plan like because our game plans are so different uh -huh. from one another we don't really talk game plan type stuff during the game because it doesn't really right person to person mm -hmm. yeah I would say it's more just encouragement mm -hmm. rather than tips on yeah. the batter um so I guess for um you know maybe the person that doesn't get you you talked about the differences between you two so between I, I would be interested to hear you guys kind of break down each one of the pitchers on the staff and kind of what makes them sets them apart as opposed to the others and what makes them kind of special and unique and being able to still fit in the staff yeah, so Mariah um, does a really awesome job. Um, she's a righty, and Mariah just goes at people. Like, Mariah she gets ahead in the count. Yeah. yeah, and Mariah gets people, like, out quick. Mariah does not throw very many pitches at all. And, and Mariah throws the ball hard as well mm -hmm. and um, does a really good job of using both sides of the plate. Um, and then Mel – uh, does a really great job of keeping the ball down and just getting ground ball after ground ball after ground ball, and she changes speeds very well as well. And Parker, another righty. Parker has a dirty, dirty off speed. Yeah. And 
owns our hitters in practice. Owns our hitters in practice yeah, with it. Real. It's very impressive. She also throws the ball hard. Throws a great curveball as well. And then Nicole Mendez is another lefty. And she also keeps the ball down in the zone. Does a really awesome job of getting ground balls. Great changeup, too. Yeah, very good changeup. And you kind of talked a little bit about the differences between you two, but what, what makes her game so good? What makes her so dominant, other than the obvious of how hard she throws? Um, I think she she does a really – Paige does a really good job of using both sides of the plate. And just, like, I think just keeping people, like, guessing a lot of the time because it's impossible with her, like, to be able to, like, hit the cha- change up, that kind of thing. So she keeps people guessing a lot. And what about her? I would say Paige just has, like, so many pitches that are good. Like, it's not just, like, one or two pitches that are super good. Like, all of her pitches are great, so no one knows what's coming ever. Are there any similarities that you see in some of the other girls on your team that you have? Like, if you could name one person that almost has a similar game to you. Mm, I don't know. I think we're all, no, yeah, no. You're all so different. We're all very yeah. different yeah. from one another. I would say, if anything, Mariah and Parker are the most similar yeah, out of all even, of us, but not even really. Yeah. No. But everyone else is so different. And so we, we've talked a lot about Coach Lombardi and, um, you know, the prep leading up to it. But also, you know, a lot of people say there's nobody better probably in the game at calling a game. So what is it that sets her apart about, you know, especially when you've got four people that are so different, her calling your games that make her the best in the country? She's a genius, yeah. basically. <laughs> She's just very invested in yes. us, and she, like, knows us. Like, we're on the same page with everything. Like, I know what she's going to call before yeah. she calls uh-huh. it, and that's how it is with all of us. Yeah, she just pays really, really close attention to, like, the very little details of everything, and that's what makes her so good. Yeah. Coach Gasso said it was, like, back when she was a catcher, she was good with the pitchers that she had when she was catching, that she knew what a hitter was doing, going to do mm-hmm. before they did it. Yeah. Is that kind of the same thing now? Like, she knows what a hitter's going to do? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, how do you – How do you? is it just – she's just – is it natural? How do you do that? Is it the, all the prep? What, how, yeah. what makes her she's be able to do so that? She's so prepared. Like, we think we're prepared. She's the one that leads it. So <laughs> yeah. she knows everything that's going on. And she just, like – picks up on little details that the, the hitter's doing, like how they're standing, just like oh, wow. if they're late, early, all mm-hmm. these different things. Wow. So we had a couple questions that were interested uh, from people about your superstitions, what superstitions you guys might have. She's more well, superstitious than me. <laughs> I don't really share my superstitions. Okay, but you have. Super- I have very many superstitions, <laughs> but I don't. I don't tend okay. to share them. It's a superstition is not to share your superstitions. <laughs> yes. I don't. Ha- I don't really have any, but I had one for a while. My hairstyle, but I've changed it, so it's, it doesn't exist anymore. I did hear though uh, with <laughs> Kaylee's niece when she was doing. You have to do your own makeup though, right? Yes, that's that's a deal. Yeah. Um, Who's the most superstitious? CC. Really? What does she yes. do? What does she have to do? Well, she doesn't share them either. <laughs> wow. That's Most of us don't share our superstitions at all. Honestly. Do your teammates know? Kind of, yeah. Like you can you can tell who's superstitious because they're just yeah. very particular about yeah. certain things, but they don't like. like I don't up. know all of them. Like I don't know all of everyone's superstitions, but I you pick up on some, but we don't really like talk about it. 
So on that note a little bit, um, I, one thing that I think people know about you is like you like to cook and bake mm -hmm. for the team. Kind of what's what's kind of her role in, in addition to just being like a leader, a pitcher, like she's kind of like the mama bear. How would you describe yeah, her? I would say Paige team? is the mom and she sews and cooks and does <laughs> all the mom things. And she's just like a helper. Like she just wants to be there for people. And you've told me she's like the character, right? She's yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Goofy. Yeah, what do people keep it light. Know? About this one. Um, she's very, very, very funny. It's um, <laughs> <That's> weird. <laughs> she's very funny. She has a huge heart for dogs, especially. <laughs> for people, too, but for dogs, especially. Um, and she's very artsy. That's something that we actually share together. Yeah, you yeah. are, yeah. too, right? Yeah. We're, it's like a different type of it's artsy. A very, yeah. yeah it's she's a crafty. I'm like and she's artsy. dry. Yeah. Dry. You can draw? Yeah. Dry. Yeah, she's yeah. very good at drawing. So... But Paige has a really big heart. Oh, so do you. <laughs> uh, those kind of extra things that you do, how important is that to, I mean, kind of, you know, not getting so much pressure on yourself, like the baking and the drawing yeah. and all that? It's, it's kind of an escape, yeah. I think. Like in my free time, I try to just like distance myself from softball a little bit and just get my mind on something else for a while. So yeah. I have a sketchbook that I draw on a lot. It's just like not consuming yourself with softball all right. the time because you have to have a balance in your life what's your favorite thing to make i Cook. Really, or bake um well i like making cupcakes a lot and the decorative cupcakes yeah i can sometimes i don't feel like it but i can be pretty crafty with my uh -huh. cupcakes <laughs> and probably i don't know what I just, flavor of cupcakes well i make these like cookies and cream ones that Ooh. are really good <laughs> And yeah, that's probably my favorite. But then I just like to cook like all, I like to cook like home cooked, like mm -hmm. very like mom style food. <laughs> <laughs> like the other night I made meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> so what kind of things do you like to draw? Um, I have kind of gotten like out of like the stuff I used to do, like in detail drawing. But I like to do abstract stuff and a lot of like colored pencil things. Like I like blending colored pencils a lot. Do you see a future in it? No. no but it's just more of a hobby, yeah. yeah. So I think uh, one thing when we were talking with Coach Gasso before we started recording, while Paige Parker was doing interviews outside, is um, that that's one thing that's so important to this team is that you keep it loose, you keep it fun. There's not a lot of pressure. I think that's one thing you've seen from this or heard right here in this podcast. So how important is that kind of maintaining it's not so serious all the time, it's not a lot of pressure. You guys like each other and you like playing yeah. softball together. I think that's huge. Mm -hmm. I think it's, it, it is a big part of why we've been successful is because we don't, not in a bad way that we don't take things seriously, but, like, we don't, take like. Too seriously. Yeah, take it too seriously. Like, we love to have fun with each other so much. Yeah. I think when you overconsume yourself with softball, that's when you start pressing and things get more challenging. Mm -hmm. But if you just go out there and, like, you know that's what you do and that's what you have fun with, then it makes it a lot easier. Paige and Paige, we appreciate your time. Best of luck as you continue. And um, we, uh, are, we're super excited. I, we had a lot of people that were really excited to hear this, so we're glad to get you guys together. We appreciate I know you're busy and you're traveling this weekend, so we thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you. All right, what was your biggest takeaway? What was the most enjoyable, inter interesting, biggest thing you took away? I think my biggest takeaway is – as such a high caliber of athlete that these two women are, 
that they still have lives and so many other interests like that they're so into like drawing and cooking like that's that to me is so important as a former d1 athlete like I always had to have a balance, but I was not as good as they are at their craft, and I still had to do something. So I think that was just one of the things that's so relatable when you're in this crazy college athletic world that people don't see because they only watch games, and they don't even see them at practices. They just see them on TV or at games, and they expect them to be so committed, which they are, but they're just normal humans outside of this sport and I think a lot of people don't really know that yeah for sure and I think you that was kind of the last thing that I wanted to get to because like I was saying when we were talking to them before while we were waiting on Paige Parker um, talking with Coach Gasso about how that's kind of a key for this team is here they are back-to-back national champions but they don't look at it like that you know they they look at it as we're a completely different team. It doesn't matter what we did. So we're not trying to maintain a certain standard. We're, we're setting a new standard for each individual team. And I think that helps, you know, relieve the pressure. And then, again, yeah, that they have outside interests and that it's not all about softball. And you've got a lot of people on that team that are involved in a lot of different things and that, um, you know, look turn to different things to make sure that they have that stress reliever because it can be especially you play a lot of games when you're playing softball and baseball and it it can get it can be very daunting at times and so I think for them to have an escape um you know I think that's that was really cool to hear I also um like to which I you I think you can see it and I think fans can see it but um you know, just how well that they all get along and why they get along. I mean, it, it, it really is like before the cameras are rolling on them, like, cause you know, you'll have the pitch or the, the infielders and the outfielders will go out and do their warm ups, and, and they've got other things going on. The pitching staff will be kind of hanging out and they've got such cool, unique personalities. They're so different in the way that they pitch, but they're also so different in the way that they are off the field. And I, I thought it was cool kind of hearing them expand on that a little bit about how that that's probably what makes it work so well is that they are so different in, in all aspects of what they do. Um, but I think it's just really neat that they they actually do really do get along. And, they, it, and it is. They're together all the time because they're preparing crazily. I mean, they do. They, they put in the work to make sure that they are – they're they're not not prepared. I mean, there's no way that they go into any situation not feeling 100% comfortable in what the game plan is because they are a part of it, and then they make sh- and Coach Lombardi makes sure that they're comfortable with that. So I think that's kind of all goes hand in hand is how comfortable they are with each other and how um, you know how much they do appreciate and and really do pull for one another. And Jess, you, no one covers this program closer than you do. So I'm curious over the past few years that you've been here this team has found tremendous success just the, as a program historically they've found tremendous success since Patty Gasso has been here at Oklahoma what do you think it is about this team this year that's different than maybe years past well I think for one they're older like so you know you look at the first year that they won uh, two years ago um, those freshmen, I'll never forget the soundbite. I did this um, feature on the freshmen, and Coach Gasso um, talked about how, you know, she knew that she had gotten some stars in that recruiting class, and she knew that they, they were they were pretty pretty good. But, um, you know, I think maybe the outside world said, oh, okay, well, you lost Lauren Chamberlain, um, you lost Shelby Penley. It's going to be a couple years before you get back into that mix again. And, you know, 
I'll never forget the sound, but she said this freshman class said, no, no, we can be good and we can be good right now. And that's what they've done. And so I think for that class, it was more like or for that year, it was like proving ourselves. You know, we got a big chip on our shoulder. We don't care how young we are. We can do everything that anybody else in this country can do. And we're going to prove it. I think last year they went through some turbulence at the beginning of the season. Um, you know, they uh, had to figure some things out. And then then you look at what they, they – a lot of people counted them out after they lost their first game of the regional. And they had to fight back through to get back in, you know, to get to the super regional. And then they had to go to Auburn. So, you know, I, I think maybe then, again, another chip on the shoulder. And, and still you look at them and they're still – kind of young you know they're still got some a lot of sophomores on that team and you got a lot of freshmen and um so I think now maybe more maturity more of a different level of focus um but understanding the balance of going out and um knowing how to deliver but then also not taking it too seriously like what we just heard um you know not getting too caught up in in the pressure of all of it but then also um understanding that that they are a pretty dominant team and and to go out there and take care of business so I think that's kind of where maybe you see the difference this year is knowing how to balance having fun and but also knowing when to take care of business and I think this is one of the most complete teams that you've seen um here at Oklahoma um really ever I mean you put them right up there and especially in the country too this year especially uh with the pitching the defense and the hitting that they've they've really got going here the last few weeks so I mean I'd probably say those, those things. And a lot of credit obviously goes to these athletes who are just have honed in their craft and are incredible. But what do you think it is about Coach Gasso that she's able to pull this kind of talent and performance year in and year out? Coach Gasso is unbelievable. I mean, she is one of the um, best coaches of any sport Um I mean, I would I would put her up there here at Oklahoma as one of the best coaches here on campus. I, and then I think, no doubt, she's the best in the country. And, again, I can say that because I can be biased. But, um, <laughs> you know, I think it's a lot of things. I think um, the way she adapts, um, you know, she's um, still herself, but she finds a way to make sure that she's not – she's evolving. You know, we talk a lot about how – sports and games and 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 the culture that we're in evolves and, and changes each year she's she's allowed herself to evolve but um you know but yet still maintain what it is that makes her so good as a coach so she gets the best out of her players in a lot of different ways um she it she's she won't say that she's a player's coach but I think she um the players really do love her and I mean there's so many things that you see go on behind the scenes that you would never ever see on camera in front of anything that she would kill me if I talked about <laughs> but like you know that she does with her team that you know little things that she does that they it's fun you know she's fun but then she also is you know um is very much hardcore in the fact of things that she wants done right and um you know that she is able to find that balance between you know being fun and and being somebody that they can relate to but also knowing how to lay down the hammer and get the best out of them so I think that's probably to me is I think that's probably what a lot of coaches maybe have a the biggest challenge in finding that balance between the two um I think she's an unbelievable recruiter um you know and then just how she 
puts people in the best places for themselves. I mean, you, you heard them talking about Coach Lombardi and how she puts her pitching staff. I think that's the same thing Coach Coach Gasso does with her staff, her players. She she knows what works the best for her players in, in any given time and knows how to get the best out of them. And she doesn't coach them all the same. She coach, coaches them differently in, in the way that, um, you know, it does – works best for them. And – so I think definitely all of those things, but it's it's a lot of things that go into making her the GOAT. And if you're new to the Sooner Sports Podcast with Jess and Meg, go back to the very first episode and you'll hear from Coach Gasso and, of course, Sherry Cole and KJ Kindler. But Coach Gasso, you'll learn a lot about her, her bring up, why she got into softball, how she got into softball, and when it become became really important for her. And it's a fantastic listen. She is great. And I think uh, one other quick note that I wanted to – say about coach Gasso and Paige Parker is coach Gasso talked a lot about this year about how um you know you go back to Paige Parker's freshman year and she had a lot put on her plate and um you know she ends up I mean just carries a team throughout the postseason and and they're in game three against Alabama and she ends up giving up a home run that Alabama would go on to win and and they would come to the World Series and OU was left out and um you know Coach Gasso talks a lot about how that could have broken a lot of people. A lot of people would have would have been it would have just broken them, and it didn't with her. It made her stronger, and you know it. Who knows what that kind of foundation laid in making her hungry uh, for the years to come? But she was tired, and she had pitched two games, and they had asked her. Um, you know, going back to her being competitive. They had asked her, um, Lauren Chamberlain tells the story fantastically. When we have Lauren on the podcast, which we will, we got to have her tell the story about yes. Paige wanting the ball in her hands at the Super Regional. And she said, absolutely, 100%, give me the ball. Like, she wanted the ball. Like, she's that, she's the ultimate competitor, but she's also, you know, just... Mentally strong. Yeah. So, I think, you know, again, Coach Gasso and her, she's, she's found a way to... Um, Again, help Paige grow, Coach, you know, Coach Lombardi and Paige all goes kind of hand in hand. But, you know, finding a way to help, you know, make that situation that could have broken a lot of people and turning it into a positive, which I think is a big key in this program is they find things to um, kind of latch on to and then build off of it. They use it as motivation. They use it as turning points, all of the above. Um, you know, there's in that first podcast you talked about, Coach Gasso talked about her biggest learning year was after they lost in the year that Kalani and uh, that class were juniors and they had thought that they were about to win a national title and they were devastated and she learned so much from that. That was a turning point in her coaching career. So I think that is a big part of, of her as well as like taking moments and growing from them and as opposed to seeing negative in them, knowing how to turn that into a positive. So uh, kind of went off the subject there. But, yeah, I think, uh, I mean. Big fan. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a great uh, fantastic program to uh, kind of get to know behind the scenes and this team's great and, and doing great things and I mean I, I really enjoyed talking to Paige and Paige I think I hope you guys did as well so we appreciate them taking the time to join us I know it's a busy busy time of the year they're literally about to head to Ames so for them to take some time out right after practice um, we appreciate their time so final thoughts this was a fun one fun one <laughs> alright so thanks for listening and uh, follow us on Twitter Instagram, Plank Show. We appreciate your help. Um, check out the Sooner Sports Podcast all throughout the week. We'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the Air.
Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.